0: welcome to the war room folks we got an awesome guest today leanna welcome to the show all the way from montana my home state Woo! So <laughs> <laughs> hey it's great to have you on the show and i always love to start with tell the audience just a little brief 30 second clip about yourself and what your superpower is
1: Sure. Well, I am the owner of an independent pharmacy here in Montana, my mom and pop shop. And I I guess my superpower is I'm doing it all while thriving with type one diabetes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have said that better myself. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I know that's like your mission in life is diabetes, helping educate people to you know deal with diabetes to live with it a little bit better um and that's something that we can really get into as we go throughout the show but but before we do that i always like to kick off the show with this one simple question did you come from a family of entrepreneurs
1: yeah i did you know i think anyone who owns an independent pharmacy um has entrepreneur spirit inside of them you just you really have to in this industry and so yeah i i do come from a family of entrepreneurs
0: yeah yeah so your folks ran the pharmacy for how many years prior to you taking over like yeah, a they, long long time right
1: they did yes they uh, owned the pharmacy for 37 years before i finally took that plunge myself
0: wow I'm not sure if that's crazy or what, but. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, you know what they say about business people and entrepreneurs, you got to be a little bit off kilter to begin with anyway. Yeah, so, that's true. <laughs> just a little right of center, as somebody told me. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm curious to know, like, how, you know, how did that affect you? You know, growing up, what's that origin story of what's the Leanna origin story? Let's unpack that.
1: Yeah, You know, growing up in that, I always saw the value that they added to the community. Perfectly honest. And, you know, in high school and getting ready for college, I, I wasn't 100 percent set on pharmacy. I just knew in the health and wellness space for sure. And then it came time to enroll and really pick that path and I just could not see myself going or doing anything else. Um, and so that just really triggered my commitment to it of um, you know, seeing the value that they were able to add back to the community, their role in community. Um, their role in the healthcare system, honestly, is just very inspiring. I believe very strongly in the, in the independent pharmacy world. So, um, yeah, that just is kind of the start of it. Um, and then really getting into the meat of the education in pharmacy school. I'm a big nerd at heart. So, you know, getting to learn all of the medications, uh, the body, and how everything interacts. Um, it's, it's the right place for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's funny because being a pharmacist is, you know, what I've learned from you over the last year is you're pretty close to just being a doctor really. And, and it's really quite amazing that you have all these different things that you have to be responsible for, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure how to put it in the right words, but it's a lot of responsibility, right? When it comes to, I mean, you're you're housing the health and welfare of people's lives. And especially in the diabetes realm, you know, and, and I know you've lived with that for, for your life. And I know that's a heavy mission that you are out on right now. And what is that how what does that look like? What is that mission for you? I'm just really curious as to how do we take that fight to the street, you know? Right,
1: yeah, you know, and that all really stems from my personal experience of yeah. living with diabetes, it's actually. I guess I'm kind of what you would consider a late bloomer in the type one diabetes world. I was diagnosed at age 25 in April of 2011. And so I was literally one month away from graduating pharmacy school. And I was at home in my community pharmacy doing a rotation there. And I had been having these symptoms, you know, um, a lot of muscle aches, frequent urination, all these signs, but I, I chalked them up to how stressed I was coming out of some, of some intense hospital rotations and everything prior to that. Um, but that day I just thought, shoot, I better, I'm just going to check my blood sugar and see what it is. And I hadn't had anything to eat or drink that morning. And I poked my finger and it was 311. And I, I was just, oh my gosh, I have diabetes. I know it. And, and I called my hometown clinic and said, I, I have to come in. I think I have diabetes and okay, I will get you in a couple of weeks and hung up the phone and it's like, wait, I think I have type one diabetes. I don't think I can wait and called back and like, all right, come in on the lunch break. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. And, and sure enough, an A1C of 11% and there it was, you know, um, at the prime of my life, um, about to graduate pharmacy school, step in as manager in my hometown pharmacy, get married in six months, thinking about babies, um, just this big bright future and just like that. I was like, well, now what? Um, I knew all there was to know about diabetes, right? Smart pharmacy student. I know the pathophysiology, the medications and Um, but the weight of that diagnosis just sunk in so deep. And I left the doctor's office with a handful of new prescriptions, the not the knowing that I'm going to go to my pharmacy, come out with diabetes supplies. Um, you know, do I have to have something attached to me all the time? What does this look like for my family with, you know, my husband? Um, it was just such an emotional toll and that's when I realized I do not know how to live with diabetes and there's a big difference um, and they don't teach you that in school Um, this is a very special thing uh, to communicate with people and I had a a referral for a diabetes educator here in Montana we're we're far and in between you know um, very rural and so Didn't know when I could actually get in. And I just didn't really have anybody to go to or anything to go to. And so, you know, that's really what sparked all of this. Um, After that, within my own pharmacy, I did establish an accredited program where we can give people that diabetes education and bill insurance for it. Mm -hmm. But there's still a ton of barriers to that. Um, people don't really utilize it, you know, I think only about five to 7% of people with diabetes actually go to diabetes education. Um, So Mm -hmm. there's a huge gap in that time from diagnosis to a thriving life with diabetes. And so that's, that's my mission is to um, help support people with evidence-based um, guidance, you know, really a, a thrive guide, if you will, versus education, it's going to be a fun experience. It's digital. So it's at your fingertips on your timetable. Um, and then there will be community support as well. So, you know, in a nutshell, that's, that's kind of what got me going.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've known you for, geez, what year and a half now. and And I will say, you know, I see that drive in you every time we speak, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, business is tough, right? That's, it doesn't, it? I don't care what, but yours is tougher than most, I will say. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, but but the, uh, you know, I see the drive that you have and, and that drive, most of the time our drives are, they derive from an experience, right? So it's, And that experience for you was, you know, that, you know, 24, 25 year old, you know, young adult that just got kicked in the face with something Mm -hmm. that you weren't expecting. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing when I was in the military, first deployment, that shit got real. (laughs) It got real, real fast. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, so. Where's my life going now, right? I've got kids. I've got, you know, I'm about to leave for 18 months away from family. So what impacts is that going to actually have in life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think you have the most impact is it, it's not in the in the education. It's in the story, mm-hmm. right? The story is what impacts people. And that's really what I want people to to really get across today on this podcast is if you're fighting that, Mm -hmm. that's a fight you don't have to fight alone, right? right? And that comes with everything in life. There's nothing in life that we have to do alone. And if we are, we're choosing that path. (laughs)
1: right yeah no you're absolutely right
0: yeah whether that's business whether that's your personal life whatever it is yeah we make our own way now are there shit sandwiches along the way that we have to take bites out of absolutely Mm -hmm. um but we'd never have to do that alone that's a choice and i gotta tell you you know can you talk a little bit about the diabetes program that you're putting together
1: yeah yeah like i kind of touched on it is a a digital solution um mm-hmm. a digital tool i guess i will say it's not something that's meant to replace any kind of real relationship with a person's diabetes team we're there to support both the healthcare personnel that's on that diabetes care team as well as the person living with diabetes. There's just so many gaps, right? Like I said, between the gap of, you know, a person goes in for their annual, just thinking they have some weird symptoms going on and they come out with a a diagnosis of type two diabetes or type one diabetes. Well, now what? We're here to tell you, you know, please don't go to Google doc. You're just gonna scare yourself. Please don't follow the 21 year old TikTok influencer that really has no business talking about some of the things you know some of them are great for support but um, you know we want to be that that group that's seen as um, you know vetted information um, that will help you live with diabetes um, you know that that tool between appointments. Um, that can offer continued and updated information just through the whole spectrum. So we cover uh, reducing risks, medications, physical activity, nutrition, so recipes that are friendly for those living with diabetes. And and it's actually um, great for the whole family to kind of adopt this thinking Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just we're in our infancy, but we're about to pilot a program here in Montana and we're super excited about it. We just are getting so much support. And when we talk about it, people just they get it and they're excited about it. And um, we just hope that it really does make a a tangible difference for people living with diabetes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, You hit on something that's kind of close to my heart because there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation. I don't know, whatever the word is. One of the two, mis or dis. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Information out there, right? That people are just spewing stuff constantly, right? And they don't really know what they're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And And that's the beauty of... I mean, you're qualified to have these conversations. I mean, it's part of your licensing to have these conversations and and being where you are. So I hope people, you know, don't go out to the TikTok influencer for information. (laughs) But that's for sure. And you know, it
1: is, it's to say, they are we all are doing that you know for those quick tips and so just saying you know if you do that make sure you're vetting who you're who you're watching um because we do want to make um, the information we give and and the experience we give with our digital solution fun and hopeful you know something different than than, it's, than that's out there we don't want it to look like something that's Provided by your insurance company, although we feel that this should be, but people don't engage in that kind of stuff. You know, uh-huh. it. We we actually want to help um, make a difference and make it fun and make it inspiring and motivating and, you know, just um, be that support tool.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and. Well, let's let's do a little bit of a rewind, um, and that is the business experience of things, right? So, so let's let's get into that, just dig into that for a few minutes, because your folks they were obviously entrepreneurs their whole life, pretty much, and you know how did that really inspire you, right? to want to follow those footsteps take over the family business because i actually did the opposite right Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i grew up on the other side of the state from you on a on a farm and ranch there and i did the opposite i i joined the military i didn't want nothing to do with the family business stuff um because it was farming it was too hard to work um (laughs) it's terrible but Mm -hmm. But we weren't modernized and all those things. It would have been so much work just to bring the farm up to, you know, times and all this stuff. So I didn't make that choice, but you did make that choice. And what were some of the contributing factors? What's been some of your experience?
1: Yeah, you know, my experience has been probably leaps and bounds different than my parents' experience. Um, just the beastie of independent pharmacy in general, you know, they still have posters of cash pay medications. I mean, three bucks for this, you know, and enter insurance, enter pharmacy benefit managers, enter DIR fees, just, it's a world, world different. Um, But there's something in me that just I'm like a dog with a bone when someone tells me I can't or here's a roadblock, it's like, well, I'm gonna figure out how to get out of this, you know. Um, and so must when be, I came must back, be
0: why, must be why you and I get along so must well.
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, when I stepped in as manager after college, you know, I brought in MedSync to my the pharmacist there at the time couldn't do immunizations. I came in certified to start immunizing right off the bat. Um, got the diabetes education program going. I've brought in therapeutic shoes for people living with diabetes. Pharmacogenomics testing—you um, know—about to roll out nutrigenomic testing and personalized medicine. Um, but I—I I just saw it as an opportunity to honestly, um, push the whole profession forward and, you know, make my life what I want my life to look like. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some bigger obstacles than I ever saw coming. I, I say that with a grain of salt, because people always ask me, Leanna, why didn't you take over the pharmacy earlier? You know, I managed for 10 years first, and it's kind of like, I saw all this coming, and it's it's kind of happening, just like <laughs> I thought, you know? Um Having to hire new pharmacists, the turnover within my own business, um, changing people's paradigm. You know, when you grow up in a small town, you are conditioned kind of a certain way. So my dad was the pharmacist and and pretty much tied to his counter, but he thrived in that. He loved that. And my mom handled all the business and she thrived in that and loved that. And I'm taking over both roles, but have never wanted to be tied to my counter because how can you work on your business if you're working for your business? Mm-hmm. And so finding those solutions is kind of a um, ignites me a little bit. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm going to keep pushing through all the resistance because I'm, I yeah. think I'm heading into a storm, but um, you know, just one moment at a time.
0: Absolutely. And you know what we're going to call this?
1: Oh, no. You're writing.
0: <laughs> Finding the solutions to modernize pharmacy. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah it is. <laughs> right? right? We talk right? about that.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, you look at just business in a whole, right? I I went I was talking to somebody you and I both know, um, yesterday. and I said, look, the bottom line is this. We either adapt or die, right? I mean, and that's not just adapt or die in the business part. That's in the audience part too, right? When it comes to the generations, right? All the different generational things, you know, I mean, the boomers are pretty much out now. Right. So you got Gen X now, which isn't, you know, we're a whole different breed of people. And then so your biggest money spenders right now are the Gen Z. Right. So how do we really appeal to that audience? Right. Of of folks. We have to get to know them. right? (laughs) Right. They're not the same. I have two daughters that are Gen Z's and they're they're just, you know, they're wonderful kids but they're snowflakes. Right. (laughs) And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying they're just snowflakes (laughs) and that's our fault. Right. So, and you know, I got two kids, uh, two younger kids, four and seven, and who knows what that's going to be like. I have no idea. I'm not even going to try to figure it out either, but But, you know, I look at business too. And even from your sense of things as a pharmacy, even though you're, you know, you're out there in, you know, BFE out there, there's always a way, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a way we just have to crack that way. But, and, and I think you're on path to do it. It's adversity, right? The I mean, obviously, I know what's going on with you pretty much all the time, but I think it's so close to finding all those new solutions that will break that code, and and that is going to make you a leader in the pharmacy world and in the diabetes world. And man, I I, I look forward to seeing that from you for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate that. It's going to be fun could be a roller coaster.
0: (laughs) I love roller coasters. (laughs) (laughs) Love them and hate them at the same time. But
1: we still keep getting in line.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We just keep getting that express pass, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Over and over and over again. So, um, yeah. You know, the, the other thing too here is... I hope there were some lessons learned um, through what we just talked about. But as I always like to say, for those hard headed that maybe didn't catch the subtle lessons there, what's a couple pieces of advice you could give a new founder to help them avoid a few arrows if you could?
1: I would say be open-minded for growth. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say be resilient and you have to have um, great guts, grace, and gratitude, my favorite G's.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you have somebody to call for 911.
1: Right, yeah. Gotta have that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got people in my life for the same thing. Too, so no no so, doubt about it. We all have have to have that. Yeah. Um, Well, awesome. Well, how do you want people to get in touch with you about the diabetes solutions and the things that you have going on right now?
1: Yeah, sure. You can reach me at yellowstonepharmacy.com. There's contact information right there. Also, Sugar Beet Enterprise is kind of the home of our pilot program. Um, Can reach out there if anyone is interested in participating, that's where you will enroll. So.
0: Yeah. Sugar beet enterprises. Mm -hmm. I grew up on a sugar beet farm. I
1: know. It's so (laughs) funny. We're beet like B-E-A-T, but we get giggles every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I get it. So this was the first year in my hometown. After 101 years, there is no more sugar beet. Wow. The factory closed down and no more sugar beets after 101 years.
1: Wow. That's insane.
0: Yeah. But just goes to show you how things change, right? Yeah. yeah. Things change very much so. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I love to close the show with this kind of thought provoking question a little bit. And that is if you could have had anyone here today, dead or alive, any point of time, who would have you loved to have here with us today? And why them?
1: Well, man, that is a tough one for me, but You know, the first person that you that popped into my mind, and I don't really even know why, but is honestly Amelia Earhart. I think she would just be amazing to learn from and just get inside her head a little bit. So
0: that's awesome. That's a new one, by the way.
1: Is it? Yeah, it was literally the first person that came to my mind.
0: (laughs) After 350 episodes, that's a new one. (laughs) I love that.
1: (laughs) i told you i'm different (laughs) Uh,
0: oh i know that (laughs) that's a good thing too by the way well awesome well leanna thank you for taking the time today you know i always say we all have the same 168 hours a day and i know you got tons of things going on i never say you're busy you're always productive and thanks for taking some you know 30 minutes to stop by and and give some value to our audience.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you having me.
0: All right, we'll talk soon, cheers. All right, cheers. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode.